We're on the boat, the boat, the boat, the boat. You're on the boat. From the Bakersfield Underground, I'm your broski, the Biggity Bomb, here with Mike Z. Que paso, güey? What up, Scotty boy? We're here. Hey, so for the audience members here, you guys didn't see what you guys were doing over here. Oh, my bad, dude. Did I just drop that beer? It's a good thing it was empty. Oh, okay, it was empty. Drop that can. drank it. You guys were doing like a YMCA situation with IWL. Yeah, I know. Can you guys do that? We did some like... Partial sign language. I, I was, I was for the that. for the death. It's funny. Hearing Scott impaired. was doing Sorry. sign language, and I was throwing gang signs. It's That's for how the hearing you know impaired. Oh, it's a mixture. We did the I double L T I E M P O for the hearing impaired, and then we also did the village people for the so, party impaired. Okay, yeah. I know. I know you guys are going to be at the Rockin' Wings on December the fourteenth. We probably won't right? do that there. Well, what just if the case. people are going to audience members? I mean, if request it's requested, it. it is. Then I'll try. Maybe it. we'll talk yeah. about it's, it. You know, it's just, it's, it's we, a we very complicated. Practice. It's a very complicated move. If, if you guys don't understand how to do the Il Tiempo YMCA moves, yeah. it's very it's very complicated. It takes a long time to learn how to do it. So yeah. you might have to stretch. Uh, we have do to stretch. Do you think once once we learn the lyrics? Yeah, yeah, and, you and can't then we can learn the lyrics first, dude. If you can come out with the lyrics, I'll come at you with the dance. How's that? There you, you can't go. be afraid to point the toe. Don't <laughs> okay. be afraid. <laughs> Hands behind and point the toe. Yes, you know what I mean. Il tiempo. Um, I, I, I don't think I can imagine. This, I don't <laughs> think I can imagine you guys performing this. Il tiempo. Don't forget to point that motherfucker. I think that I won't be able to imagine you guys singing this without doing that. Now the the hand gestures and everything. I think that's gonna be. <laughs> pretty well, cool. Yeah. Whenever, whenever we go live, like camera live, everybody's yeah. gonna see it. We dude. need like seven people, I think. Is it seven? Just people? about, huh? Or eight. Uh, let me see. How do you spell? I don't even know. How, how do you spell El Tiempo? One, two, been playing in this band five, for six. how long? Oh, Still. so it's gonna be all <laughs> of us <laughs> then, right? Seven, yeah, yeah. There it's you go. gonna be all of us. Yeah, man. we all gotta do it. But um, anyways, uh, today we have Olivia Lavoie coming in. Yeah. She's gonna be on the second half of the excited of the show that. and um yeah that's gonna be olivia the voice is the one that um she was a news news reporter for the bakersfield three the bakersfield three podcast is out already go ahead and check it out and uh she'll be here and she's gonna uh talk about the bakersfield Bro, three how excited how excited are you about having the most famous person ever cross the, the bug mm. podcast well, that's Bro. besides you guys i'm glad she gave us the time yeah because dude. we're we're newbies to this pretty much you know we've been doing this over we are. I would say so. I mean, compared to most people, and especially her, she probably she's probably a veteran. Oh yeah, she's a veteran yeah. at this. You know, yeah, what she's I mean? so number one. It, it was a. Uh, it's it's awesome that we're getting uh, an opportunity to sit down and, and yeah. talk. Live how with how her. humble of her to do that. Yeah, yeah. You know? she yeah. has the number one spot. I think we're like in the two thousands right now. I was wondering about that. <laughs> yeah. Are we still there. number three in Iraq? Yeah, we're, still, we're in Iraq. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, what do you got to say to our we fans are? in Iraq? What do you got to say to them? Okay, there you go, dude. 
I'll free you, you a Friday yeah, record. Some, somebody, somebody's throwing up the IWL up there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> for, for all our <laughs> three listeners out there, there you <laughs> go. There you go, shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right, let, let, let's get the announcements out of the way. All right, because we have it. a lot to announce, right? Get the dirt, get the dirt. Starting with the I. Hold on, hold on. Ding, 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 ding. There you Who go. Is Who is it? Who is so, it? So, um, Il Tiempo will be performing at the Rocking Wings on the East Side, and that'll be in December the fourteenth. Rocking Wings on the East. Hey, Rocking Wings is doing a lot of things, man. Rocking Wings well, doing, doing a lot of things. So, there's quite a bit going on that night. It's a Toys for Tots deal. There you go. And Toys so you can tots. bring your toy and, and donate. That'd be awesome. Okay. Santa Claus will love you. Again, let's uh, make then, sure that uh, you don't bring sex toys. You got to bring like actual yes. toys for kids. Don't go bringing your toys. Fucking. Let me you. specify. Let me specify. Yeah. Yes. Right. A kid's toy. Yeah. Don't. Um, okay. So just in case there's any misconstrued. Yeah. Skadoodles. Kid toys. Yeah. Uh, who, who would do that? Who in the hell would do that? Henry was like, what kind of toys do we got to bring? <laughs> Okay, Should I bring C batteries? <laughs> they don't need C batteries. C batteries. <laughs> one, one of the things is like, okay, so when Mike Z was saying it right now, right? He mm. just kind of gave me the side eye. Yeah, right because now. I know you, bro. And I know you. Like, mm. So what, know. what do you mean? I'll be, I'll be like, that is not an electric toothbrush that you got in your pocket, bro. I already fucking know that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, okay, okay, Scotty, you weren't there yes. last week for the episode, right? We were Which talking one? about, you know, last week. What episode's that, man? So, that episode <laughs> yeah, you were that, that one. <laughs> the episode you weren't at, bro. <laughs> the one you weren't at. Yeah, so... Mike Z made it perfectly clear what kind of toys we need to bring. Okay, know, to so toy. we got this covered. So, yeah. We got it covered. So I'll I move just, on. Uh, yeah, Moving okay. on, yeah. it is Moving also on. song. Moving it on. is also a car show. Sorry, oh, move. Yeah, it is also a toy. It is a toy drive, but it is also a, a car, car drive. Show. It's a car drive and toy. Okay, so yes. so what is it? Is the car show? Is it open for everybody, or is it just low riders, yeah. super sports, motorcycles, bicycle, skateboards? You know, um, skates. To tell I, have, details. I don't have the details on the car show. I know there is a car club, and they're going to be involved in with probably with the toys for Tots. Okay, here's the yeah. next question: Does my car fit in to those cars? The style of those cars? Um, of course it does. We'll why call, we'll why call them it? up. We'll Your car lifts and goes down, right? Like okay, zip, so zip. It, categor yeah, it categorizes like into in a there. lowrider, super sport. <laughs> Real Just quick, show up, huh? I got a quick up. question, bro. What are you going to show up in, anyways? Um, well, sometimes you give me a ride in your beautiful car. Well, my car will fit in. In the Mercedes. Yeah. In the Mercedes. You know I think the Mercedes. What's going on headline? So, yeah, we got uh, El Tiempo. That's on December the 14th at the Rocky Wings East Side. And two days after that, we have Lucha Libre Independiente at the same place, the Rocking Wings, December the 16th. What day is We're that? We're going. Is that a Saturday, Sunday, Monday? What is that? I don't, do you have the, it's look, probably you have Sunday. the calendar over there? So, 14th, it is a Saturday. So, and, and Rockin' Wings is having it on what day? On the 16th. The Lucha Libre Independiente is on the 16th. Oh, that's, so on, that means, that's during the week. So, huh? so you guys are playing on the 14th. So, no, I take it back. It let's is do, on Sunday. Do, it's on a Sunday. Let's do Il Sunday. Tiempo math. Because it is. Dude, it it makes sense. Know, how can I, I don't know how to read a map? Okay, well, November. December 14th is a Thursday. That fool say he doesn't know how to read the map. It's oh, a yeah. calendar for I know. <laughs> December 14th is a Thursday, bro. We're playing well, Thursday? I checked my calculator. And, and uh, apparently, <laughs> I'm looking at my. You I see, counted that, the days. I, I divided by four and or added, five. I, I divided carried, by five from the days of the week. I carried and the, I carried it over. I carried the. Hey, so. the, the the month has how many? The week has how many days? Okay. How many days? <laughs> what day does it start on Sunday? I know. Mean. Yeah. What, what, what week does what we're day does what week does day start? Because we're used to playing on a weekend. It actually is the 14th is a Thursday. Uh, so oh. I was thinking, I was thinking Friday or Saturday. On a school night. So the 16th. So the third, the 16th is the Saturday. day of the wrestling. Is is there, Sábado. Is there people that like to party on a Thursday? Dude, Thursday's the new I Friday. Used to. Thursday's the new Friday, then, huh? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Thirsty right. Thursdays, bro. Uh, I'll get down. Okay. Thirsty uh, Thursdays. I'm down. I'll, I'll yeah. go. Alright, so, well, count me in. Yeah. Good. So, all right. So, Lucha Libre Independiente. They're they're actually uh, we're gonna have um, Profeta Junior. He's coming on the bug next week, broski. So tune in. He's the promoter for uh, Lucha Libre Independiente, but Profeta. not only that. He's coming in. He's going to give away one of the raffle tickets for to one of our audience members and stuff. So they're giving away a uh, little Ocho as is one of the sponsors for there. And they're going to give away a free oil and brake change. I'm going to so, leave and then call in. You know what? Yeah. So you <laughs> I can need get, oil and brake change. I mean, straight real talk. Well, mine I does too. I so, do. Maybe not. How about <laughs> I, I'm, I, I am going to do that. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to leave and come back. I'm be like, hey, check this out. Look, the real winner right here, this guy. 
It's me. You, you just just change your voice or something, yeah, and well. then just be. I'm a I'm a caller. I'll be like, sabes qué? Uh, yeah. Me gusta mucho la lucha libre. Sí, yo soy luchador <laughs> también. I can fight too, güey. Yeah, there you go. So, I want uh, to go pro. Big shout out to Profeta Junior. He's gonna come on the bug right here. We're gonna we're gonna d dive deep into lucha libre again. Well, Scotty. we have an appearance from the Bakersfield Bug. You just know wondering, asking gonna, for a friend. I'm gonna. You know what? Yeah, I, I need to be careful how I call him because if if he knows that you're in that you're here. You tell that man. He's, he's gonna he's gonna jump on the first. You tell that. <laughs> I did not say that. He's, you were about yeah. to. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Then you tell that Mexican. You know <laughs> I'm about to send him a message right now, and uh, you know I'm pretty sure he's gonna call the first coyote over here, and he'll make it over here just you for you, Scotty. Y'all still got beef, man? They, they never got settled and stuff. Got, you got, in the bacon bug? He got cheek lays. Uh, it's gonna get knocked out. Yeah, man. So you know he's gonna get hey. a chick that's knocked out. I mean, <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna you're gonna bust his uh, side business, huh? I don't know. Hey, yeah. Bugamania's right always, around the corner, broski. Bugamania too. Up. I can't wait. So, yeah, do, yeah. are we? Am I sensing like there's gonna be a co-main event here? Co-main. Co-main. Is yeah. that where's that at? Yeah, I mean, I think you and the Bako Bug are gonna go one on one well, on some wrestling he got trivia. The, he got the the Bakersfield Bender move, and I got something else that he hasn't shared of. <laughs> he's, got the, he's got the white whisper. <laughs> <laughs> I will break you. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm so working on a gravity belt. <laughs> Baco Bug, Ponte Trucha, Baker Bug, porque pues aquí Scotty, he's ready, man. He's had you've been training, huh, bro? You look like you yeah. lost a little bit of weight. How's Shit. the weight? The weight loss. It comes and goes, especially after Thanksgiving. <laughs> so. Dude, you know what? I was doing so good, bro, and then Thanksgiving Where? hit, and I was like, motherfucker, bro. How the, I ate so much mac and cheese, dog. Oh man. man, dude, homemade mac and cheese. I mean, we we had a good. Th how was your Thanksgiving, by the way? It hurt. Did it? Yeah. On the way out? Hurt, on the way out? Dude. <laughs> He's like, I was like, like uh, what sound came out? <laughs> I can't get, 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 get up. Give my phone. Man, um, I'm going to be here for a while. Give my phone. Give me my fat pants. Did you? Give me my fat pants now. Give me the sweats. Did you, did you, um, did you weigh yourself? Yeah, because you were gone for several days, broski, so... And you're breathing harder. I can hear you on the microphone. Have you have you, have you weighed yourself? <laughs> no, I, I did. I'm gonna wait for the for the first month, um, mm. which is what uh, about two one week away. Yeah, about a week away. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've, been, I've been steady with it, man. I've been I haven't been doing. Bad. I'm not I, like you guys. I weigh myself every motherfucking day. After I take a shit, I fucking weigh myself. Which is like that was about two pounds right there. That's so that counts. That right? counts. Well, that I'm just counts. saying. About hey, how's it going? About with a deuce, deuce and a half. How's <laughs> <laughs> about the two deucer? <laughs> So, um, all right. So, uh, Lucha Libre Independiente at the Rocking Wings. And next, we'll be uh, there. We're, we're all going to be there we'll and be stuff. There. Yeah, we'll and uh, this is going to be the nueva, nueva Casa de la Lucha Libre, man. So, uh, Profeta Jr. will be here next week for uh, to come in uh, come in and chill with us, man. More what than welcome. More than welcome. Well, maybe he can show us some a uh, couple of moves and stuff. Maybe he could be the, your trainer. I might, need for, a, I might have asthma. You might have asthma? We're going to find out that day, man. Out, Either I'm, way. He could put you in a chokehold. Bro, then, I know. could put him in a chokehold, bro. You don't want to see my Lucha Libre moves, homie. You really don't. Because I can, <laughs> bro, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Hey, Arvin, California, homie. We need the announcer for, for you know. I'm just saying, for if, you, if he wants to get rowdy, if yeah. he wants to get rowdy, you know what I mean? Yeah, we're there. I, I, want, I want you to use that same tone of voice next week. You tell okay. him. Bug. Buzz off. I'll be like, <laughs> buzz off. I'm buzz off. Bug. I'm Hi, third. <laughs> 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 um, all right, so big shout out to our, uh, you know, last week we are talking about Go Shave November, man. We're still with that oh, movement. Oh, yeah, yeah, Go Shave uh, November, I'm still bro. still with that movement, broski, so. Go Shave or No Shave? No, go, go, we, shave. go Shave. Oh, that's right, you weren't here. You go weren't here. Go so Shave. One of our sponsors, man, is uh, Jose's Barbershop, where you can have a good times and better cuts. So we're mm. calling this movement Go shave. I'm getting. We're November. Getting go. Good times. Good times. Good cuts, but not your nuts. Good times. And go cuts. Jose's. There's. Bobado. 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 B
That's what happens when we have a couple of beers in us, man. There you go, dude. But uh, visit. Yeah, I was saying Jose. Jose's got two got two locations at four eight two three Stockdale Highway. That is forty eight twenty three Stockdale Highway, and their other locations is at six six. 67 Ming Avenue. That is 6667 Ming Avenue. Jose's Barbershop, where you can have a good time and better cut. Mike Z. Talk to me. Go ahead, buddy. Tell us what's going on over here with this whole Vaughn situation, bro. bro tell me. I got, okay, look. Tell I know, me. I know You've I've gone viral you, with this. Dude, I've, I'm in my mind. So, look, I've told you guys a couple of weeks ago about something that happened at Vaughn's on Stockdale Highway. Um, I'm standing there looking for some whatever I was looking for. I don't remember really. Tortillas, boy. No, I wasn't actually looking for tortillas. I was just, oh. I was just in near that section. <laughs> and, uh, the tor- there's a tortilla section? There is. Oh, okay. At Vons. It's Vons. Right. right, right by the Mexican aisle, yeah. bro. I can't believe they have, they have, now they have Mexican aisle, Asian aisle, and then they have everything else. Good to know. What does it say? That's good to know, though. On the top I'll be walking all over the damn place, dude. So get my, get on, get my, go down like 10 aisles and I'm in the wrong spot. Right. So Every time. It's good to know. Like in another country now, right? So yeah, I <laughs> actually, so. I, I was actually, I was looking at, I was looking at, um, I was, I don't know what I was looking at. Some sandwiches or whatever I was going to buy. Sandwiches. And then, uh, I, I was looking down, not the aisle, but the back of all of the aisles. So I could just look all the way down. Uh, and all of a sudden I seen a bag of tostadas just fly off the shelf. And I know that they didn't fall off. Like if somebody were to put them up there and they kind of like put them up there wrong and they lean, no, these fuckers, they flew off the shelf. Um, I looked at the worker that was cleaning up because it was already almost closing time. She was cleaning up her, the kitchen right there where they fry all the, the food or whatever. And I said, dude, you guys got a ghost. I just came out of my mouth. You guys got a ghost. And she's like, I know. Huh? Did you see that? And I was like, yeah, I seen that. And she was like, yeah, that was weird. That's the second time that happened. She tells me I, I've already put those up there once. And I was like, yeah, that is weird. You guys do have a ghost, right? So I get a text from Reckless, mm-hmm. from SR. Yeah, I'm trying to look for it right I got now. it right here, bro. Okay, you got it. Oh, yeah, yeah I see it right here. You bro. see it? Read yeah. it. Read it. Read, so, read, read where it's from. So how many days after you told me this story? Oh, Reckless just sent this to me like maybe three days ago. So that happened within a day or two after you told me. It was just about, yeah. No, we, we talked about this like two weeks ago, right? Two weeks on ago? On the show, yeah. Was, okay. Yeah. So, it says right here, this is on, this is on the Facebook, okay? Uh, it says, Bakersfield Ghost and Haunted page, okay? Mm. So, listen. You ready to listen, Scotty? Listen, yeah. I, I mean, hear it with my ears. Okay. <laughs> 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 I don't know what that means, but yeah. I'm going to hear it you says, um, It says, my brother told me his job at Vons on Stockdale is haunted. Tortillas fly off the shelves. And his assistant manager got pushed recently. He even got video. He said he heard someone shout, no, and then got pushed violently. And there's a name out here, right? And it says that name, try to get the video. So there's video out there of somebody being pushed. Try to get. I'm trying to see if, Mike, is there more to the story? Yeah, there is. There is. So here we are. So, um. Fast, fast forward to last night. Last night, I went to uh, to go get some some other stuff at Vons, and I went back specifically because I went back at closing time because I wanted to ask some people some questions, right? Uh, so I'm standing in line, which it really wasn't in line. I go up to the register, and I ask the guy. I'm like, man, uh, have you guys ever heard of this place being haunted? And he was like, no. And then the lady that was bagging, she was like, yes, this place is definitely haunted. And then another lady... And then another lady came from the back that works there. And she's like, yes, did you tell him the story about so-and-so? She he heard you pushed. from all the way from yeah, the Yeah, she heard me talk. Because there was nobody there. It was already closing time almost. And she was like, she was like, yes, did you tell him about what happened to, I guess it was her, her close friend of hers or her brother-in-law or something. It, they, I don't know if they had a relation, but they worked together. And she's like, yes, he told me. A, and she told me everything that it said in this, in this, uh, this thing, right? <laughs> so after she says that, I'm 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 curious. I'm like, okay. So she tells me everything that that I read. It was the same guy, uh, and she tells basically repeats what that how happens. And then she tells me, you know what's crazy about the Vons on Stockdale? That it used to be an abortion clinic. Shut the hell up. Hands down, bro. That's what it I thought. It just keeps getting worse. It just keeps getting deeper and deeper into the story, bro. So I'm like, oh, you so, say? So, okay, who told you that? That it was the workers a- there. 
They were like, this place used to be an abortion clinic. And I was like, no shit. And she was like, yeah, that's why there's a lot of strange things happening here. The, the lady that came from out of nowhere to join in that conversation, she was like, dude, I find I find things tipped over all the time. I find flowers tipped over. I, we, find, we find flowers in the aisles where they shouldn't be. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, that's crazy, dude. You know? And and she's like, and we really don't like to tell people about this because we don't want to like our customers not to come here no more. And I was like, all right. So, you know, I went kind of back to the tortilla area and I was like, say something. Like, do something right now. I'll believe you if you do something right now. Nothing. Oh, you're doing that again? Yeah. Nothing happened. <laughs> Me and my daughter were like. <laughs> Maybe you didn't say it right. Maybe I didn't say yeah, it right. But yeah. I, be, I believe it if you do. I was like, do something right now. Dude, let me see something. So you called it out. Right there at the tortilla section. You didn't me. learn anything. I from did that, not. <laughs> from that Miss B episode, That's, did you? Dude? I did not learn anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like. Because, I mean, I mean, they're not yeah. going to take me home, bro. I mean, they're going to stay right there where tortillas are at. So, okay, so when you when you challenge this ghost, right, which Miss B already told us <laughs> not to do, yeah. okay? <laughs> Shout out to Miss B, right? She already warned us, don't mess with yeah. it. But you you go ahead and you just go straight to the tortilla aisle. Right where it happened the first time. Yeah, I did. And, okay, did you feel anything when you were there? You know what? I think what I think I was being, I think I was just you? being too jokingly. My daughter was there, and we were both kind of just joking, making a joke about it. I the really second time, uh, yeah, I really, I really wasn't being like too. Let me feel what's going on here. I was just like joking around with my daughter, and and because she knew, and once I showed her that, she was like, "Oh shit!" Because she was there, she heard it happen. She was only like ten feet away, but she wasn't in in the view spot of seeing it happen. You know, and. uh so I was just joking around, like, and she was like, "Dad, don't, don't do that, don't do that." And I was like, "Nah, they, they, if they're gonna do something, they fucking let them do it right now." Fucking, I even told them in Spanish because maybe they're Mexican. Fuck, I don't know. Because they're in the tortilla they're section, right? Yeah. So I fucking made. I said it in Spanish too, and nothing happened, bro. But I, I didn't okay, get no so weird feeling or nothing. I was just I, right after that, we went to the register, and that's when I started talking to the people and asking them what was going on. What do you think, Scotty? I mean, you keep. <clears> I think like, they need to give that motherfucker a raise, dude. You think that the yeah. ghost, you know, needs to get a raise? Why? I think he was just trying to. Sh- Throw out the bad tortillas. They're expired. He's just trying to help out, dude. That's my next question. So <laughs> you said it was tostadas? It was tostadas. Okay, no but right here. It says it was tortillas. It says tortillas. They're all in the same. They're all in the same. I know, but okay, so you experienced tostadas. Yeah. Okay, there's a difference, right? Tostadas and tortillas. Right. So, But they're like all on the but same But they're shelf. on the same yeah. shelf. So what do you think, Scotty? Tortillas and tostadas. Well, Two here's the thing. Things. Here's the thing. When, 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 because I'm I trying grabbed, to narrow, narrow it down. Because I grabbed the be. tostadas. I grabbed them to put them back on the shelf, and they were smashed, bro. Like if somebody stepped on them. Okay, that was my next question. What yeah. kind of and what kind of tortillas too? La Villa. No, were they corn or flour? The, they were tostadas. Yeah, right? he, his situation was tostadas. Well, the, you said the person, Yeah, the person on Facebook said that it was yeah. tortillas like on him, <laughs> his, Com- or, or her. Like and situation. comment if you want to know. Yeah, <laughs> that's the real quick. Get, get down to quick. the nitty gritty. Let's get down to it. Like, like, like if you think it was tostadas, and subscribe if you think it was tortilla. No, you know and what? Comment, I want to know and comment uh, tortilla ghost. I want to know if anybody yeah, ever goes ghost. to Vaughn's on Stockdale Highway. Just tortilla. go take your cart back there by the tortilla section and go a little bit slow and just kind of look around and see what happens. Get, get a sense. Tostada. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> get a yeah. sense. You got to go back. Okay. There. My next question is. When are we going to take all our equipment and go over there and record in the tortilla aisle? Bro, I think, we should, go. I think we should go. I think we should go like right before it closes and not let them know what we're doing. And we'll just talk and we'll see. And I'll show you exactly what happened. And we'll talk, we'll even interview. I bet you we can interview some of the workers there, bro. They won't even care. Why not? Scotty, are you okay over there? What's going on? Uh, you don't, you don't want to go to Bonds? It's like right here. Let's go to Bonds. No, I just, I probably should not be going. I'll Why not? I'll be out there. I'll be in there. <laughs> oh, so you're we'll the, have the fucking black light above the tortillas. And shit. Like, why is there, for, why is there we got firm all over the tortillas? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, Scotty. So if we see tortillas fall down, are you willing to pick see, up those tortillas no. and make yourself a taco or a burrito? I'll be like, this is how you throw them, motherfucker, and throw it. You know what? Like, right I, guarantee you, I guarantee you, when I saw that happen, I right away I was like, you guys got to go here. If Scott were to see that happen, he's like, oh, that shit just fell off the shelf. You know what I mean? Man, I that that's crazy though because now it's two people, right, that yeah. experience that, and then the people that are working there they say that there's something that there is something going on in yeah. there. So, so where are we at with that? Do you think that there is there is a ghost? Do you even want to go visit? 
I don't care. I'll go. You're down to go? Uh, yeah. Mike, you're down to yeah, go? Yeah, I, go. I got to go buy some groceries anyways. I don't hey, don't that. don't tell Reckless. We'll just, hey, meet us at the box. We need yeah. some tortillas anyway. It's just down the street. I need some tostadas. Yeah. It's just, but you know what? I, I you do need think, tostadas? Uh-huh. Okay, so yeah. Let's White people taco night. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Status. Yeah. Hey, no, and you, the cut <laughs> <laughs> No, dude, but you know what? I I really thought I was really thrown back when I said, "You guys think that, is this place haunted?" And they were like, right away, the lady was like, "Yeah, this place is fucking haunted. This place is way haunted." And I was just like, "Wow!" Wait. Like, no, she she wasn't like, "Uh, let me think about it." No, she was like, "This place is fucking way haunted." And then when she told me that, and then she told me that it was, used to be an abortion clinic, I was like, "Oh, that's fucking crazy." That gives it all the. I think that that yeah that that just takes it to like a whole situation now. Yeah. I think you got a story there. You know what yeah. I'm gonna do? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna call. It'd be cool if we could plant an overnight camera. Just to just to just to plant it, just plant an overnight camera there. I mean, get, I know that the they have their GoPros. Own. We'll we'll call the headquarters of Vons and ask if we could just stay the night. That would be we'll crazy. Sleep. Huh? We'll just stay there. Yeah, that would be crazy. Imagine. But with the lights off, though, you know, we can't. Yeah, just leave it the way it is. We're not gonna destroy. Because they leave nothing. them on all the time. Well, yeah. I guess they would want us. To, they don't know, leave they them on all the time. They throw in half of them on. I thought they. Did well, that that should ha- that should happen in bright light. That should fucking happen right under the brightest fucking light ever. I've seen them. They they flew off and they flattened the whole fucking like you know tostadas. It's about a and they come like in a crunchy oh, little. Yeah, it's like about wrap, an eight right? foot. No, they, they come wrapped up like tortillas, but they it's like high. It's like one foot high. Because oh, the, you know, the tostadas the, that I eat, they come like in a little crunchy bag and stuff. Like yeah, it, yeah, well, not not the pericos way. Okay, so I'm talking about the 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 la vía ones, the ones that that are like all wavy. Yeah, and I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the ones yeah. that nobody really likes. And nobody know? likes yeah. them. Maybe yeah. I like those. doing it a favor. But yeah, dude. So so they're like you know about a foot high because there's like twelve of them and they're stacked in up. Yeah. yeah, and so so when I picked them up, they were like if somebody were to not not only just throw them off, but they were smashed. Like if somebody stepped on them, like they were chips. Hey, do your deep voice and just be like, you forgot your tortillas, your tostadas, Mike. Yeah, go, do it. Go ahead, you, you got the deep voice in here. Go. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Satan? <laughs> you dropped your tostada. <laughs> I did, didn't I? <laughs> I guess I better take it. Let me just now I'm going to fill your burrito up. <laughs> <laughs> no, not my taco. <laughs> Not my taco. Not my taco. You know, if you get a taco and a burrito and you put them together, you get a Baraco. Yeah, I mean, a white people taco night. Oh. I think you got a you got a ghost story right there, man. Dude, I'm gonna I, have to call the dude from uh, bro, Notorious I, Bakersfield and get your story out bro, there. When <laughs> I saw that, when I saw that, I know that when I told you guys, it may have sounded like bullshit. But then when I got that message from Reckless, I was like, oh, that kind of helps solidify. And then when I talked to the people there, I was like, this is solidification. So I'm not crazy. I'm not. I, I know. I know what I saw. I know what I saw. And you know, most people would have been like, well, you just saw some tostadas fall off a shelf. I said, no, I didn't. I didn't just see that. I mean, I saw them thrown off of a shelf. You yeah. Know? Magic for for the audience yeah. members that are listening, right? The broskies that are listening. If you've gone to that Vons and experienced mm. anything like that, send us a message. Do they have the a Vons podcast. in Iraq? The people from Iraq. Do they if, have a Vons there? If ask you your local, the, yeah. ask your local shopping center. Find out. Go over there and just it's, be like, you owe it to yourself. Yeah, I mean, an experience like that. Like, find out what's you need to be aware of your surroundings at all those, times. Dude, those are, that's encounters. one of the places where you go when you go to the grocery store. That's the last place you expect to see some shit like that. So you're not you're not you're not prepared to be like, oh, I'm just gonna get my bread and get my 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 sandwich meat. And I'm looking for ghosts. That's the last thing on your mind right. is I'm gonna be hit with uh, some tostada. Yeah, that's not a tostada. <laughs> on the way to check out. That's not a tostada. It's not a tostada, fool. That's a that's a toss tada. Somebody <laughs> tossed it your way, fool. Tostada. <laughs> yeah, but no, yeah. Uh, it's def- it's definitely something. It's definitely something, dude. That that you never think about. So I'm pretty sure when people go there, they're not trying to feel like, oh, do I feel a weird vibe in the store? But next time you do, next time you go into that store, you go all the way to the back where they serve the fried chicken, and just stare at that tortilla rack and know that Mike Z has seen shit paranormally fly off of that tortilla. The, off of that stand. All right, guys. I, breaking news. Breaking I, news. Okay. Ding 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 ding. So, our listeners from Iraq fell to the third spot now. Oh. Okay. What do you mean? Sorry, Iraq. That's it. Our Thirds? number two listeners, right? Mm-hmm. Should Germany. I be afraid? Germany. Right. Germany. 
Oh shit. Und dann glitten, glotten, glotten. Germany, 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 Germany. Go, 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 go. Germany, Germany, look out! Look out for the broskies from the bug coming at you. What twenty seven? Shout maybe? out to dude, you guys, dude. Get us some tickets. We'll go out there. To all my Germany friends, yeah, yeah, I would go broskies out to Germany. Over there? Yeah, why not? I was showing yeah. some Spanish. Oh, there, yeah. the dispensaries and everything, dude. Hell yeah, mm-hmm. I'm down to go. Dispensaries, yeah. bro. I'm trying. I'm just trying to go. Scotty, book the tickets. <laughs> We're out of here. We're out. Imagine Sorry, I don't think they Germany. celebrate Christmas, do they? Do they celebrate I'm Christmas going. over there? Let's We're go gonna make it. Broski. Isn't that a where very Santa Claus merry came from? Christmas? Yeah. Isn't that where Santa Claus came? Isn't Santa Claus really originally German? It's something else. I have no idea. It's like Swisher Dog or something like well, that. Well, we're gonna celebrate the Wiener Snitch over there. Oktoberfest. <laughs> Oktoberfest. No, there's a there's a guy. Uh, they there's another. Uh, you know, Swisher like Sweets Krampus? guy. No, it's not that, but it's something else. We should go for Oktoberfest, food, like just to go get drunk out there. <laughs> I bet you them Germans will drink us under the table, bro. You know what? Yeah, so, over. Hey, so Iraq. Sorry, it was it was fun. Sorry, Iraq. It was fun and entertaining for a German for a German hearing audience. Do you guys drink way. beer? <laughs> we don't really know. If, yeah, uh, hit us up at the Bug Podcast. Yeah, send us some of your beer. We would like to drink some oh, German yeah. beer. That you would be what? cool. It'll still be good by absolutely. The time it gets here, right? If you can, I don't know how the the legalities, but yeah. We'll take some. German. I don't think there's any rules. We'll over try there, it on the show. If go. they send us some beer, we'll try it right here on the show. And I'll even I'll let me get it. Right, so, yeah. I'll drink let it out of a boot. It. I got a boot to drink out of. Das Boot. Das Boot. <laughs> das. Yeah. There Sound you go. Machine. Shout out Germany. Give us a give us a. Way to go, Germany! It's <laughs> 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 all the same. Every language is the same, yeah. dude. But hit us it's up universal. on 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 Instagram and TikTok at the Bug Podcast. If you guys want to send us some beers and stuff, man, I'm down to try it, Broski. Send us some beers. Some I'll, try I'll, I'll try it. We'll, we'll give her a full beer. review. I'm trying, right here. I'm trying to, You've I'm heard to it do first. A, a Brewski from the Broskis in the Germany. Brewski and the Broski. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I mean, it, you know, Germany is a. It's got a crazy background, but I'm down. I'm down to definitely try their beer. Scotty, book the ticket. Let's do it. What are we doing? Go. Where are we going? What part of Germany? What part of Germany? Is there just Germany? I don't even know where is we're going. Is there like different? Is there like is Germany just Germany or is there like it's different for, cities in there? It's for goat. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, and we're not making fun of you guys, by the way. We're not. We're just no, like, I'm actually enjoying. I don't know. That, any you know, Germans. there's listeners all the way in Germany. That's, that's, that's kind of terminal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know any Germans at all. I've Maybe, never met well, a German. In my I life. know we got a lot of broskies over there in Germany. That's cool, man. I would definitely like to meet you guys. Just send us some beer and we could crash a beer together. I guess. So I'm already done with all the announcements and stuff. Is there anything else that you guys want to want to bring up? Dude, no. You know what? Let's just just to get back on the serious note, dude. I'm so excited about having Olivia LaVoice on the on the show because she's. Dope. We're gonna have to get serious. We're gonna have to get serious for like the next thirty minutes. Even it's gonna though be hard. A bunch of jackasses, and I really hope that she only listens to her part of the show. I don't want her to listen to the stupid shit we talk about. <laughs> you know, just skip. But yeah, but once again, man, mad shout out to her. Thank you so much for yeah, for giving us this out. opportunity. Very big shout very, out. She's a very cool person. You know, I know that Scotty has a lot of good questions too to ask. So Scotty, we're gonna give you oh, just the time. I have so many. Um, you know, just think about just, think about what you're gonna want to ask. Okay? So my, many running through my head right now. I can't even pick one. I, I with you on that. I don't know. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of stuff. Man. Mm. I'm looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, dude, if we're if we're good to go, then let's uh, let's take a break and um, give a shout out to our sponsors, and uh, we'll come back with Olivia the Voice. Ten four. Here we go. All right, bro. We're gonna go now. Yeah. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Scott Rosen. While you guys are out chilling this summer, make sure you check out my new EP, Never Drinking Again, on your favorite music platform. Back to you, broskies. Want to plan a party but don't know where to start? Hit up Memo from Memo's Jumpers and Water Slides. Not only do they do jumpers and water slides, they also rent chairs, tables. They also have different size canopies so all your guests can be nice and comfortable. Memo has a variety of jumpers including your children's favorite characters. Hit up Memo at 661-520-3066. That is 661 661- 520-3066 and let Memo's Jumpers and Water Slide help you take your party to the next level. 
everybody. This is Sandra from Truly Honeybee Charcuterie, proud sponsor of the Bakersfield Underground. Here at Honeybee Charcuterie, we offer a variety of imported meats and cheeses and antipastas customizable to your liking. We do a variety of orders for holidays. Book us for your next party, holiday, or just because. You could find me at Instagram or Facebook at Truly Honeybee Charcuterie. What's up? This is your boy Mike Z on the BUG. And I want to thank all you guys for listening. Make sure you hit that follow button, that subscribe button. You smash them. And if you don't, I'll come after you guys. You know what's up. Peace. And we're going to take a small break for the weather report with our weatherman, Cadillac. Cadillac, what does the weather look like today? Damn it, man. It's cold. Warm me up. Come here. Hey. Back to you, broskies. Bakersfield Underground, and we're here with our special guest, Olivia LaVoice. Super special, super excited to have you on the show, Olivia. Really. Thank you so much. And Thank you. Olivia has a new uh, podcast here, which just hit number one. Congratulations right. on that, by the way. The podcast is the Bakersfield 3. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. How does, it feel to, how does it feel to know that you put in that work and you're like, I'm number one? <clears throat> It feels good. I'll be honest. It feels good. I mean, with something like this, you know, I, I went in it with really low expectations and having no idea, you know, if I would get a hundred people to listen, a thousand people to listen, you just don't know. Um, so it's a really good feeling to know that people are listening to it and that some people are, you know, enjoying it. It's very Um, captivating. How long have you been doing it? Thank you. How long have I been podcasting? Well, technically, um, I did my first um, podcast while I was still working in local news in Bakersfield. Um, I worked with two amazing colleagues on that. And then I worked for uh, two years as a local news reporter in Seattle. And then I decided to take a break from local news uh, specifically to pursue the Bakersfield 3 podcast. And yeah. it's, it's been an interesting journey in terms of people asking, how long did it take you to put together? And I'm like, well, it's yeah. kind of tricky to give an exact timeline because um, there were a lot, there were long gaps of time where because of the production of things like the, the company that I partnered with to do like the sound editing and whatnot, they've had a lot of other projects that, you know, had to be prioritized and whatnot. So um, it was very different coming from local news where I'm used to these crazy tight deadlines and just go, 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 go. This was a lot of, oh, a lot of um, take your time, no rush, and okay, we'll circle back in a few months type of thing. So, <laughs> Yeah, cool. so the, the Bakersfield 3 podcast, which is available everywhere right now, you got 15 episodes. They're about 30 minutes each, so you're in and out, but every single minute is it just tells uh, in so much detail everything that was going on, which is, which was amazing. It's a lot, it's a lot of work. This is the second time that I listened to it. I was kind of going through it again. And um, there, there's, it's a, it's a, the Bakersfield three story is a very complicated because there's so many people involved. So um, for you to put this in a podcast format, was there any other way really? I mean, cause in podcasts you have all the time to really tell the story, right? I felt I felt this was the absolute uh, best way for this story to be told without a doubt. That being said, I still was constantly worried, you know, is this going to make sense to people? Are people going to be able to follow this? I mean, 
you know, it was, I, I was constantly thinking I'm writing this as someone who's been covering this case for years. I have to try to imagine what it would be like to be someone who's never heard of it. Yeah, no, it's, it's a, it's very captivating from once you start listening to the first episode, you just can't put it. I mean, I couldn't stop listening, you know, the same thing with, um, you. you know, with your previous, with your previous, um, was a man of a thousand faces. When I heard your voice, the I man went, with the top. yeah. When 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 Henry said we're gonna it's we're gonna be interviewing Olivia, and I was like, I heard your voice, and I was like, I know that right off the bat because I was listening to the other one, you know. So yeah, no, it's, it's pretty it's it's pretty cool that 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 you got some, you get into so much detail and you get to meet these people. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's a crazy experience, you know. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the Osuna case is is another one that I heard already, and I would love for you to come back another day to so we can get into that case because that's a whole other situation. Also. That's a whole other yeah. can of worms. And, yeah, and I know I know that you interviewed Osuna in in his cell, right? And you were there face to face with him, which is wow. How, how did how did you feel going into that? How did I feel going into that? I mean. I was, his face is so shocking, right? Like yeah. that's, it's really hard to see his face in person and not be like, what the hell am I looking at? But <laughs> I, I feel like someone, like, I mean, someone that tattoos their face like that, they obviously want to shock you, right? right? So I was very, very conscious of trying to act like, you know, he's just like the average Joe, we're just sitting down having a conversation about the weather, you know, very even keeled. But I was, um, I was very surprised at how um, small he was. Yeah. Yeah, He's very small. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that was, so it, it was like thinking, oh my gosh, this guy has the craziest face, but also thinking, I was not expecting him to be, you know, he's like <laughs> tinier than me. Right. He's a small um, guy. So that, that definitely, yeah. So that definitely surprised me. And of course it was just very shocking that he um, essentially right off the bat um, started confessing to all these crazy crimes. I was like, what the hell? I was not, you know, I went in with a game plan. Like I'm going to ask you questions that are going to trick you into saying something that's going to be incriminating. I was not planned for him to um, to confess, I'm like, well, what the hell do I say now? Wow. Yeah, so he, just, he just started that was, spilling. I everything. definitely winged that one. <laughs> yeah. So I know you've covered several stories and stuff. These, this, the Bakersfield three and the Osuna case were just two of them that were that we're speaking of. But um, was there any other case that you that you were involved in that you reported on that really stuck with you that was shocking or anything like that that you can remember? Oh my gosh! I mean, there's. So many. It's <laughs> uh, there's so many. Yeah. There's so so many. Um, I love that question, and I really want to be able to give it a great answer. Um, I mean, some of the I, I think when a lot of people think of cases that I've covered, another big one people think of is the Sabrina Lamone case. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd love to talk about a case that didn't get that much attention, which was so many of them, you know, I found that it was really challenging in Bakersfield specifically because there, there are so many homicide cases. How do you get certain ones to stick out? Right. 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 Um, that, that was always the biggest challenge as a reporter there. So, I mean, so you, you having all of these cases and you're going through all of these horrific things that are happening to people and and you're you're getting into detail do you have a here's this might be a crazy question but do you have a hard time sleeping like do they traumatize you you know no like like, because sometimes Um, like you know how you watch a movie and you go home you go home (laughs) and and you have a weird dream about like it messes with your head a little bit i mean it's like yeah i'm I'm, you know i gotta i gotta soft stomach for things like that so i'm just curiously you know um, no, I love that question. I get asked that question a lot. I, I will say after my interview with Jamie Osuna, like that same yeah. day, he said some things that just, you know, I don't think anyone should ever hear come out of someone's mouth. Right. So that I remember laying in bed that night and just wishing I could get some of those things out of my head. But for the most part, um, I don't find that my line of work um, freaks me out or makes me have, you know, uncomfortable or scary thoughts. 
I think just simply being a woman, we're programmed to be, you know, looking over our shoulder and this and that. So those are thoughts that I had long before I ever started yeah. being a crime reporter. Kudos to you, man. Yeah, Kudos that's to that's tough. That's tough. I know that in, in this case with the Bakersfield 3, uh, Matthew Queen actually sent you a message through Facebook, right? It was uh, kind of like a threat to stay stay off, stay off the case. Well, he, he did a, he made a Facebook post that was directed towards me. Okay. Um, so that was kind of interesting. No one's ever, you know, people have certainly <laughs> sent me like angry messages and whatnot, but no one had ever kind of put it out there publicly mm, like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, I would not say he threatened me in that post. His, his exact wording I think was, um, if you, don't bark up the wrong, stop barking up the wrong tree or I'm going to embarrass you for not having any answers for having the wrong answers or something. So, yeah. Yeah. So I I noticed that on, on each episode you start with a little bit about how your day as a reporter in the the newsroom was right. The police scanners, how you would always listen to them and that's how you would go about getting the story, trying to be the first one out there or, can you kind of tell us a little bit about that, about how your day was, how you started your day there? Yes, absolutely. But if it's okay, I'd love to jump back to the question you asked me before about some of the cases. I'm so glad you yeah. you brought um, that up because uh, I mentioned this case a little bit in the Bakersfield 3 podcast, actually, even though it, it has no relevance to the Bakersfield 3 case. But um, the kidnapping and murder of, Jessica Martinez, um, that's the cold case. It happened long ago. Um, and it is truly like one of the most unbelievably horrific cases ever. She, Jessica was the most adorable three-year-old girl. Um, she was the only girl in her family, a big family of boys. So, and she was, she was the baby and the only girl. So she was just the most beloved, precious, child ever and um she was playing in her front yard with her siblings and you know within seconds she just she was gone and um 10 days later they they found her body um in a cotton field and yeah someone so someone in bakersfield did the worst thing a human being could do and got away with it and I, i really wish jessica's case got more attention i mean it's uh, for a child to be kidnapped and murdered, like that's that's the case that it deserves every single person to care about it. You're and it, right. it it's received attention. It's received attention, but it hasn't received. Like think about like the John Benet Ramsey case and yeah. things like that. It's like Jessica's case has gotten like point zero 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 one percent of what a lot of other uh, child murders have gotten. So. That's very true. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I, I kind of remember that that story, and it was, it was very, it was very sad. And the reason I remember it is because I have a niece named Jessica, and my sister in law cannot stop crying over that, you know. So it kind of hit close to home. Yeah, that's kind of, yeah, I do, I remember that. And it is a cold case. That's crazy. Yeah, that's that, that's horrible. We all got little little girls, you know, and, and that's that's uh, can't even imagine that. And um, so the Bakersfield Three. The, uh, the story, it, it takes place in 2018. It all started in 2018. Now, I know this story is very complicated, so we're going to try to, if we can, simplify it a little bit for our listeners. But if they really want to get into all the details, every single details, all the side characters, I guess, that were involved in here, all the police calls, all the phone calls, there's just so much. Then go ahead and listen to the Bakersfield 3 podcast, which is available everywhere on all your podcast streaming platforms. Uh, do check it out. It's a it's a total of fifteen episodes. All of them are, are about half hour. And um, like I said, it's there's so much information. But um, the Bakersfield three pretty much has to do with uh, Micah Halsenbake, who was thirty four. He he went missing. Uh, Bailey Despot, who was twenty, she went missing uh, about a month after. And um, also James Colson, which is thirty eight years old, he was shot. He was shot dead in uh, two weeks after Micah was gone. Yeah, right? when, when I heard that, when I heard that story. And I heard his daughter talking, man. I'm a single dad, you know. My daughter's 15. Man, that one hit. That one hit home, you know. When Jane, I was like, oh man, how, you know, how how hard that one that was that must be, you know. Um, 
but getting back to uh to Micah, uh I knew I knew Micah not like personally, but I remember him and I don't I don't want to speak nothing wrong of him, but I remember him when we were at parties and he was um he was the guy that he would go missing for like five or ten minutes and then they would find him in like the restroom and he was going through everybody's pills. You know, he's getting pills out of their uh, medicine cabinets. And I remember he was a cool dude, but he was always really, yeah, always really looking over his shoulder. I only met him maybe like, maybe once or twice. And I only knew him because a friend of mine went to school with him. And they and we went to this party and we were all at the same party. And uh, and when I found out that it was him, I, I was just, I couldn't believe it. I could not believe that this story is coming out and it's just... Like, like you say, from that side of town, from those kind of those people, it's just mind-boggling to me, you know. And I just, I just thought it was a, it was weird that it became such a big story, you know. So, but yeah, I'm just, I just had to say that. I don't know why. No, I mean, yeah, <laughs> we, were, we were briefly talking about the Bakersfield Three, about the podcast and everything, and you know, Mike came over mm. and he started telling me these stories. I'm like, yeah. oh, I mean, that's one one thing to share, you know, somebody yeah. that actually was someone, you know, you had, you got yeah. to know him a yeah. little bit and stuff. And, and speaking about that, how, how is it? Are you like part of the family? You, you're like part of the family now. You spend so much time with these, with these, with the moms. You know what I mean? And uh, I mean, how does it? How do you? How do you feel? How do you cope with the, with with that? You know, they're still fighting for it. They're still they're still doing their thing, and you're like a another pillar in that three. Uh, how 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 are they doing nowadays? How do they feel about the um, podcast? So I have been extremely fortunate to have the moms um, open up to me the way they have and embraced me the way they have. And they have always given me way, way too much credit. I tell them that all the time. I'm like, I did so little. It's the three of you that once, you know, once you guys were in the same room together, you guys just took off. I mean, you guys did so much work, um, so much investigating completely on your own and, you know, really, really, um, not only helped their own children's cases, but helped so many other families in Kern County. So they're amazing. They deserve all the credit and love and support. Um, and you know, I was just talking to someone about this, how you navigate when you're reporting on a crime, um, inevitably bonding to the family but then making sure that that doesn't um, influence your reporting. And I found that at the end of the day, these families just want answers. Um, That's all they want is answers. And sometimes in, in this case, especially those answers can be extremely difficult and complicated and messy, but and hurtful. I, yes, Absolutely. But I firmly, firmly believe that every single family would take those complicated, messy, devastating answers over having no answers at all. So I I always keep that in mind. And and honestly, I've felt that with with this case, with the Bakersfield Free Moms, and with every case um, that I've covered, the families are all incredibly um, respectful and understanding of my job and position as a reporter. Um, and again, they just want, they just want the truth. Yeah. So that's, that's a lot of credit and a big shout out to the three moms, Cheryl Holsenbake, Jane Parent and Diane Barnes, They're amazing. because they, the stuff that they had to go through and, and it's just, it's amazing. And if you listen to the Bakersfield three podcast, you get to listen to the interviews when uh, Olivia actually interviews them. And it's just, you can't imagine, you know, being put in a situation like that. And these three moms bonded together and they stuck together when um, Bakersfield, uh, the Bakersfield Police Department wasn't quick enough, I guess you can say. Or I guess you ha- you just have to wait. There's a lot of waiting involved in here, but the moms were not going to wait. They actually went out there and and started doing things themselves, you know, and that benefited to this, to this day. It benefits, you know, the laws here in Bakersfield and everything that you know, the equipments that they did, the secret witness, you know, the rapid DNA testing, the and all the equipment for the for waterways, right? For for them to search bodies mm-hmm. here. 
Man, they that, did, they're just an amazing. They breed. did a lot of amazing things, yeah. and and they're just on this podcast. They're they're like the other half of the story, because um, there's many like I said, there's Absolutely. many people involved, but they really do deserve a lot of credit for for sticking together, even though, which we'll get a little bit later on. You know, they they in any they were, they reached a situation where they could have been, you know, when they could have been divided when. When uh, Matthew Queen and Bailey, when they started prosecuting them, I believe it was then, and um, yeah, it was a whole situation which we'll get to right now. But yeah, so this this case took it started in within a month. We had two people missing and one and one person shot. Right. So I mean, that was that was. I mean, you you say it a lot in the podcast, but for our listeners. Uh, the fact that you were able to find that and you came across it and you started with this so early, did you, when did you feel like, oh, this is a big deal? Like right away? Um, right away. Yeah. Right away. You know, because I, I, I had covered, um, quite a few cases at that point where you have a missing woman who has a suspicious boyfriend um, I mean, that's usually yeah, the boyfriend always. That's usually who it is, right? right? The boyfriend, the husband, or the ex. Um, and Matthew Queen had some suspicious behavior, right? So uh, right off the bat, I'm thinking, okay, um, this is of course an important story. And if you know harm has been done to her and by her suspicious boyfriend, that's you know that's horrible. But it was straightforward, right? Mm. And very quickly, after I spoke with, um, with Bailey's mom, I realized, okay, it's actually not straightforward at all, yeah. um, at all. Because she told me on that initial phone call that um, Bailey had a friend, Micah, mm-hmm. who went missing one month before Bailey did. And she believed that they were somehow connected. And then that same day, I got in touch with Micah's mom. And Micah's mom tells me, oh, well, yes, in addition to Bailey going missing one month after Micah, Bailey and Micah's friend, James, was murdered in between their two disappearances. So, yeah, I, of course, I, I thought, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe it's all coincidence. Uh, but regardless, I was like, this is a really, this is, this is bizarre. This is bizarre. Right. Yeah. So all of this happens in a period of a month. And these three, you were trying to figure out the connection between these three incidents. Right. And like you said, that's when uh, Matthew Queen comes in the picture. And um, there's, there's a lot of story um, behind Matthew Queen and, and everything that was going on in this, which you later on discover they were building guns. They had like a gun situation where they were, they were making guns here illegally. And that's kind of like what linked everybody, uh, with the exception. Do we still know if um, if James Colstad was he involved in that yet? Or with the guns, um, there's no evidence that James was involved in um, the manufacturing of illegal firearms. No. Yeah, he just happened to know some of the people that that were involved in here. Oh, yeah, right. Very that's right. Yeah, so that that okay. So, so, how did you land this this story here in the beginning? Um, how did you come across this story here? Uh, so, I would go to court pretty routinely, um, and I would request um, search warrants that were filed with the court because a, a judge um, from Superior Court um, would have to sign off on all the search warrants that law enforcement would submit. So and. A lot of people don't know this, but the search warrants are considered um, public unless law enforcement requests uh, for them to be sealed. And a lot of times, I would say 99% of the time, if law enforcement um, has a search warrant on a big case, they they get it sealed. So when I would go through the search warrants, um, I, you know, I, I was doing it to do it, but my expectations were always very, very low um, because everything big was sealed. Uh, in this case, the search warrant was a, a very routine search warrant. It was about um, an investigation into a felon 
having a firearm when they're not supposed to. So you see those search warrants all the time and they're, you know, that it's not a news story, right? Yeah. But in this case, they mentioned that the individual that they were investigating for potentially um, being in possession of a firearm when he shouldn't have been, uh, Matthew Queen, that he had been living with um, a woman who'd gone missing. And I, so I read that line and I was like, whoa, what's that about? And I immediately looked him up on social media, Matthew Queen, and saw he had all these posts about his girlfriend who'd disappeared. So from there, that, so that's what I was interested in, right? I didn't yeah. care if Matthew Queen had a yeah. gun, if he's not supposed <laughs> to. I wanted to know about the, his missing girlfriend. You got great investigative skills. I'm just saying that right there. I'm just going to play that right there. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so, Thank uh, you. I, I, it's an old trick. I certainly was not the first reporter to uh, to think of, <laughs> you know, going and requesting yeah. search warrants. But. So um, my my question is, living, you live uh, in Washington now, right? So so living yeah. living there, and, and I'm, you said that you did some news out there, Uh how different is the crime in there than from Bakersfield? Is it like a whole different beast or is it just like the same, just different people? That's a really good question. The difference is here when I was working um, in, I was working in Seattle, but we were covering basically all of Washington state. So we're covering such a massive area that I was still seeing a lot of crime. Uh, because again, it's basically statewide, right. right? In Bakersfield, you know, it's so much more concentrated. Um, so it feels it feels very different in that sense. It's just um, it feels yes, 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 absolutely, absolutely. So, and I felt like in Bakersfield, we'd really, of course, there were areas um, where crime was much more prevalent than others, mm-hmm. but we still see it hit everywhere. Right. right? Um, so that, that's been different too. Like in, in Washington, I feel like a lot of times when I was covering crime, it was just in specific, it was very spread out, but still, you know, always in like the bad neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, where in Bakersfield, you know, we'd, we'd see bad stuff happening everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I was always curious about that because I, I I read stories elsewhere, and I just feel like I don't know if it's just because I'm here all the time, or or if I just read it all the time. But it's just it seems like there's a lot more here, and like you know the the outskirts, even in the outskirts of Bakersfield, the outskirts city towns, like you know the Arvins, the Lamonts, that out there in the country and the county, it just seems like there's just so much of it, and it's kind of weird because I don't read like that uh, elsewhere, you know, so. Right. No, there is, I mean, there's a ton of crime in Bakersfield and that was really the, the main reason why I, um, took the job there. Mm. You know, I, when I was making that decision, I was thinking to myself, okay, well, I want to be a crime reporter. So where has the most crime? And that was Bakersfield. Yeah. That's, that's, um, which I know people don't like to hear that in Bakersfield. I always feel bad when I, Bakersfield's (laughs) an amazing place, right? Like there's so many good things about it, but sadly, you know, there's, it's undeniable. I don't think you really, you don't really realize it when you're not, you know, you're not living that lifestyle and stuff like that. Like you're not around any of the crime and especially in like a neighborhood, like I live and stuff, you don't realize how bad it is until you turn on the news right. and things like that. And right. you hear, I always hear it from somebody else. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Well, one of the thing about the Bakersfield three case that's very, very brutal is, you know, the, the dismemberment, the torture that happened with, uh, with Mika. And that's horrible because they were finding his body parts in different areas here in Kern County, which, you know, unfortunately that that's just part of the story. And, um, I noticed that also you all this story made it all the way to Doctor Phil, and um, you were part of that show also, right? Yeah. So, do you think that that helped out in the investigation? Were you getting more tips based off of that now that it made it to a TV show? Ooh, that's a great question. You know, I can't really answer that. Um, that would have to be that would have to come from the lead investigator. I, I, what I can say is I know that he got a 
ton of tips after the Dr. Phil episode. And I know a lot of them were tips that were not good, right? They were like, right. you know, people saying, I'm psychic things. and this is what I think. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. But <laughs> I, I, I do know that some of the tips he got were great. I can't say those tips came specifically from Dr. Phil, but the case got, a, got uh, more publicity than a lot of other cases I've covered, right? And I do think um, there's, there's pros and cons to it, the cons being that law enforcement had to put time and energy into a lot of leads that were just, you know, from right. cuckoo birds. But there were also some good leads that came from the publicity as well. Uh, okay. Yeah, if you listen to the Bakersfield 3 podcast, which once again, it's available everywhere, you're going to listen to uh, different uh, phone calls from uh, Matthew Vandercastle, right? And uh, he would Vandercastle, have... Vandercastle, yeah. Yeah, he was having several uh, conversations with his girlfriend, Sarah, and they were giving out a lot of details, which at the moment when it did happen didn't really mean much until later on it all started making making sense. And... Um, so did you listen, were you there listening to a lot of these um, phone calls? Because I know there was a lot. I think there was over 300 hours or so, or 300 conversations. Yes. <laughs> I have not gotten to listen to 300 hours of Matthew Vandekastiel. I was going to say, gonna say how did you do I that? Would. <laughs> I would. But that is a lot. Hey, I, I would love to if uh, if I had access to them, but unfortunately I do not. So Big Shield Police Department has yet to hire me. And give me full access to all their evidence. You wish they would, though, huh? (laughs) I wish they would. Maybe one of these days. Um, But no, the the lead detective, the lead detective, Sergeant Garrett, he listened to over 300 hours of phone calls, um, which I just can only imagine how difficult that is to to be listening for all these hours without tuning tuning them out, right? Because you never know when something important is going to be said. Um, so he did an amazing job with that. Um, he, he really did. Yeah. Kudos to that guy. Yeah. yeah. And do we have any, any, um, do we know if Bailey was ever found? Bailey has not been found. No. Yeah. That's, that's scary. Huh? No. That is scary. Uh, Cause we still don't know. Once again, if you listen to the Bakersfield three podcast, um, they, um, you dive deep into Bailey's story, how, how everything got started. And um, it's just it's just crazy. Um, I don't want to spoil too much of the of the of the story because I, I do want you guys to go over there and listen to the Bakersfield three podcast and get a little bit more informed in detail of every single person that is involved here. All the people also that were the side, the you know, the, the people that were involved around them, their friends. Um, it's, it was just a lot of betrayal by friends. It was it was it was a lot. And. Once again, you can hear all these interviews with the mothers also, and uh, that that's another situation that is tough because uh, later on you get to find out when when uh, I guess the the news went went live, and that's when they you lost your train of thought there, bud. Yeah, I'm trying to skip. It sounds all these like questions. it sounds like you're about to give away a really big spoiler. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know. that's what I'm thinking about don't, it too. Don't, don't so, do it. Don't do it. I won't do it. So go ahead and uh, <laughs> listen to the Bakersfield Three podcast. And Olivia, thank you very much. She, she did some detective work right there. I know. Yeah, she, she, yeah, she, 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 she did. did that don't you. give away the story. They won't like, listen. <laughs> she's the kindest yeah. person. She said shut up in the kindest way. <laughs> no. So Olivia, can you, can you tell our audience members where they can find you out on social media or anything like that so we can keep up with your yeah. stories? Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm on Instagram and Facebook under Olivia LaVoice. I'm on TikTok. I think I'm under Olivia LaVoice. My name was the blonde detective, which is terrible. <laughs> I changed it. So hopefully that, that's, uh, it should, it should come up now under my full name, Olivia LaVoice. Okay. And, and that's a great name, by the way. Because you do have Thank a voice. You. <laughs> Thank you. Olivia, Thank would, you we, very much. We would love to have you back in the future so we can get on the Osuna case also mm-hmm. if you are available. Yeah. We're more than happy to have you. And once again, thank you Absolutely. very much. Thank you very much for thank your you time. Thank you so much. And, yeah. um, and like, like I said, we're looking forward to the next interview. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great yeah. night. You do the same. Thanks, Olivia. Thanks. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.